if you want to stay in the same situation, then continue doing what you're doing. You guys can get on board and go down this four-lane highway and just rock it out, and you don't have to have a decade of learning process. Meet people where they are. If you want to have all types of clients, be a Rubik's Cube. Meet them where they want to be met. We have to know our numbers. We have to know how much we want, and then what, how many deals do I have to close to make that a reality? What I want to do over the next half hour or so is give you clarity on the items that really are going to generate money for you and allow you to do the things you want to do. So if you're not currently being coached by the people in the industry that are doing it at the highest level, then you're working too hard to get there. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative. You can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And now, Kenneth Travis and Sean Zalmanoff. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Next Level Loan Officers with my man, my partner, my host, co-host, Sean Zalmanoff. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How are you today? Another day in paradise. Ain't it? I was turning better to be too and uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. So we've got a special guest today. Her name is Alicia Bowes. That's Bowes, right? Bowes, B-O-L-E-S. And uh, Alicia, you're, uh, you're part of the Next Level family. I am, thankfully so. Awesome. Very grateful awesome. to be part of the Next Level family. Well, we're, we're very uh, blessed to have you and excited to have you. And you've been with us for about a year and a half. And for you guys that don't know, like Alicia is someone that's inside of our community that has like had serious, serious growth, you know. And uh, Sean and I thought it'd be a really good opportunity to kind of jump in and um, have Alicia share a little bit about what her growth has been, uh, where the mindset was, you know, shifted, and just a lot of really cool stuff that, uh, that she can share with some loan officers out there that might be on the struggle bus, right? And, uh, and Alicia's been able to do it in a very short period of time. We're going to let her share her story. But before we do that, Alicia, I just wanted to ask everyone that's listening, if you haven't gone to um, your podcast platform, uh, give us a review. We'd love to have it. We'd love to, uh, we'd love to share it on some future shows. And uh, any aha moments or takeaways that you've had, certainly go there and check it out. And also, we're doing a $1 MSA. If you don't know what that is, that's our Mortgage Success Academy. We're offering it to our listeners for $1. Um, how long do they get it for $1? Uh, seven days. Seven days. There you go. So you get seven-day access. And, uh, you have to go to $1MSA.com in order to get that. $1 okay. all spelled out, MSA.com. There you go. And Alicia can tell. So you, know, you know the content we have on our, on our MSA, on our website, and all the, all the golden nuggets that are sitting out there. Uh, I feel yeah, like he's offering a triple your money back guarantee too. You don't get value in seven days, man. He is going to mail you a $3 bill. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so it's a really good opportunity guys. And we absolutely encourage you guys to, uh, to check that out. So Alicia in 30 seconds or less, tell us a little bit about you and, uh, and where you live and where you're from and, and uh, just a little bit of background about you. Oh, see, you put me on a time frame. I don't do good with that because, you know, no, no, I talk good. way no, too much. So, okay, perfect. Thank you. See, one I'm person so, here likes I'm, so I'm just kidding. I'm so used to being told, hey, you got 30 seconds to tell us a little bit about yourself because they know I'll go three hours. You listen to it, though. Right. <laughs> that would be me as well. So, yeah. um, well, as you said, my name's Alicia, and I'm pretty, um, pretty 
involved and happy to be part of the Next Level family about a year and a half now. I'm a, an originator in California, but not the California that everyone would immediately stereotype me to be in. I live in a small mountain town that's between the desert and the valley. And, um, you know, I, I got into this, back into originating when we moved back to California from Montana. So spent a few years there with my family. I've been married 21 years to my husband. Took him four years to get committed. So it took a while. But uh, we have three amazing kids that are um, two starting their tween years and a five-year-old. So it's pretty crazy in the mom respect and the family respect to working hard to balance. I have. They allow people to get married when they're 12 in Montana or what? Ah, (laughs) If only, if only. (laughs) Yeah, no. But thank you. We'll take it. So tell us a little (laughs) about your business. Like, you know, so you've got this amazing family and beautiful children and your husband's, he's okay. Yes. Um, He's all right. We like him. (laughs) We know her husband. That's the only reason we're saying that. Uh, The, uh, so, so, You've had, you've had a license or you've been five years on this journey or so. You've had a license for three years hanging on somebody's wall and, and just, you know, walk mm-hmm. us through these last three years of your career. What, what's, where'd you start? Where's it going? What's it been like for you? And, and how's the growth and in your mindset changed over that time? Because I think those two things have gone hand in hand for you. Yes. And you know what? I'm actually going to go back. If you don't mind, I'm going to go back five years because I started this adventure five years ago when I came back to California, and I think that the two years prior to that license going on the wall says a lot for the challenges that I faced, and sometimes people are facing the same challenge with their license on the wall. I just happened to face them without the license on the wall. Um, I got into this because a, a longtime industry professional and happened to be family member said, you know, here's all your strengths. You should do this, and so I did. But um, not only did I start the classes and go through all the testing and get to that point where I could be a licensed originator, I had nowhere to go. You know, I didn't live in a big city. I couldn't land in some call center that trains people up from nothing. I had to, you know, I had a year's worth of challenges, year and a half's worth of challenges, finding even someone to sponsor my license. So my challenges really began early on because you know, I had to learn how to not only keep going out and finding people to ask, telling them my story, telling them my history, what I wanted to do and what my goals were. And pretty much everyone, at least in my town, shut the door and said, thank you, but no, thank you. Good luck. And it, it was a long year and a half of feeling like, okay, what am I going to do? Do I have to, you know, move to Los Angeles, move to San Diego, move to a big city where they'll just hire anybody and everybody to start answering the phone in some of these, you know, companies. And uh, not to say that people don't get a good start from there, but I didn't even have that option. So finally got my license on the wall and um, it was with an out of area broker. And it was a longtime friend of mine who once he found out I was originating, he had had an office for 10 years and said, yes, come work for me. But of course that had huge challenges. I was a new girl back in the town I grew up in. I was a brand new name because nobody knew the name for where I was. And most of the people in my area had spent years pushing that hyper-local necessity. 
And so um, trying to get started, I was up against so many things. And, you know, Sean, you mentioned mindset. That's a huge one of them. When you come in thinking that you want to do things a certain way and you want to take your skills and you want to apply things the way that you think you can, but you're also trying to look at those around you and how business is being done, it's really easy to quickly shift and forget what you're good at and feel like you have to do business just like the other guy next to you and forget things like you can be, you know, you can work in, in another town and live in one. You're quickly retrained. No, you have to be hyper-local or you have to be this or you have to be that. And slowly I spent a year feeling like I kept being put into a box, a box that made me less excited about being an originator than when I came in. And that didn't change until I came to next level. I'll take a break in case you want to say anything because I already told you I like to talk. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I mean, that's... <clears throat> That's very kind of you to say that it changed when it came to next level, but but you decided to change after you came to next level, and you know something that we tell people about, you know what, whether it's us or uh, another coaching program, uh, we just tell you to do a favor and, and find a coach who actually originates loans or or hasn't taken a decade or two off. Find somebody who's living in the market that you're living in, but you were told. Yeah. Things because everybody in your world, in the mortgage world, they'd been they'd either been brainwashed or told themselves over the years this is the only way to do it. So, so you heard that this is the only way to do it, and then you decided to plug into something different, seek out some education on your own. And it's, it's weird when we take ourselves out of our situation and go talk to the whole rest yeah. of the world. And and so that's what you did when you plugged into us. And so, so what happened when you yeah. plugged into Next Level and talked to the whole rest of the world? Well, and you're right, because it, coming into Next Level, you know, as, as great as it, as it is and as appreciative as I am for it, it really was about stepping outside of my box, stepping outside of my town and being willing to go up against the, um, I mean, I had comments from, that's not for people like you, that's for people like me, from a manager, you know, to a loan originator, whether I wanted to go to a conference or growth or whatever it was. And so I decided to just do things on my own. I decided that, you know, I wasn't going to sit back and, and only follow this one example or these two examples that I really needed to grow and I needed to learn. And to do that, you have to get outside of whatever area that is. That could be outside of your own brain, could be outside of your own town, it could be outside of your own company. And it's not about leaving, but it's about building those connections and, and getting out and taking in that information, asking those questions, finding those learnings. And so I went on an entire new year, year and a half growth with that because it was about getting back to learning what I was good at, what excited me about my job, what my strengths were and what I was missing. You know, what were my missing links that I needed to key in on? And those are things that nobody else can teach you in your small circle. You know, you really have to broaden your circle and your exposure and open your mind and know that there's not just one way to do this job and there's not just one person doing it. And I think that was a huge mind shift for me is that, you know what, it was okay to be me who I wanted to be. I love marketing. I love people. I love, um, you know, socializing and learning and teaching and, and that there's room for that. You know, it's not just about going to these specific meetings or having a coffee meeting. I don't even drink coffee. So coffee meetings are not my strength. I don't do them. Um, but I do have my way that I do something like that, you know, and it's just about 
thinking a little bit beyond the idea and making it more personal. And when you get out and you meet people and you expose yourself to teach, you know, teachers, coaches, friends, other people in the network, then you get more of that and it starts opening up your own strengths even better. Katie, you know, you know, I've been in the industry for, for 20 years, almost 20 years each right now. And, um, and I, I've been involved in some sort of coaching for 12 years. Been, you, you did it almost day one. I mean, you were, what, two years after you started in the business? You yeah, got into coaching? Yeah, 2005, I got into coaching and I've been in for two years. And it's just, uh, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And we don't know what our blind spots are. Uh, we don't know what the norm is, right? Like everyone has to start from somewhere. And you're going to pay for it one way or another. You're going to pay for it in experiences and uh, falling and scraping your knees and elbows over time, or you're going to pay for it up front to go ahead and get the information to avoid those scrapes and elbows, but it's going to be more of a financial, you know, um, payment um, that you're going to learn one way or the other. So you're going to learn. It's just like, hey, how do I want to learn? Do I want to learn the more easy way or do I want to learn and just make a payment and catapult my business? Because, you know, this isn't about next level, so to speak, but this is about helping people like Alicia go from A to K as quickly as possible. It's not like no one really wants to go A, B, C, D, E, F. They want to go from A to K as quickly as possible and to get the results that they want for their life and to understand, you know, what opportunities are available in the marketplace and understand the industry and get plugged in and rub elbows with like-minded people and grow and expand and like be able to, you know, to, to be better, you know, and, and, to, and to provide better services for our communities. That's what we do. That's what we teach, you know, and, and understanding that that's different for everybody because we all have different, you know, we're all at different places in this journey, right? Like we have a lot of years of experience, and so we have a lot of perspective. We have a lot of experience that Alicia doesn't have yet, right? That make us better than her. It just makes us different. And I think that that's, I think that's, that's just important for people to hear. It doesn't matter where you're at. It's like, where are you going? And do you have the right formula in place to, to get you there based on your market and your needs and your wants and your desires? And that's what we want to teach people, you know, but like, you know, people get so caught up in listening to what other people say is the reality or the truth to further their agenda. You know, you were talking about, you know, be careful who you take advice from, especially other coaching platforms. And, and I'm not knocking other coaching platforms, but I do. But I, but I know other coaching platforms out there that have a hidden agenda. They're there to recruit you to their company. That's just the fact. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's what they're doing. Right, and I can name two off the top of my head. That's what they do. Their coaching platform is simply a recruiting funnel to funnel people into uh, their their organizations that pay them, or they pretend that they have a branch that they really don't have anything to do with, or really know, or aren't in the trenches, you know. And again, Sean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? But like, it's it's kind of a hidden agenda, and so it's like just be really careful. And there's some amazing coaches out there. You know, there's people that we know that aren't part of Next Level that are coaching in the mortgage. We've had them on our podcast. You know, dude, we're about helping people. We're about expanding people's mindsets and this and, the, and, and do. And I hear, like, when I'm sitting, I'm sitting here listening to Alicia's, like, story, I'm like, damn, that's awesome, dude. Like, because she has been in our group for about, what, a year and a half, you know, close, maybe yeah. five or six months. And I just sit back and I'm just like, and I remember, I remember when you first came in and like, where you we where you are then versus where you are now, I just sit back and I'm like, kind of like a proud papa, 
you know, and I'm just like, man, that's so awesome. You know, I'm happy for people, you know, and her, her talking about uh, one month, she was like, man, I, I've got as many loans that I'm closing this month than I closed last year. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, and to put it in perspective for people, right? Because a lot of people listening to this, we're going to be numbers people. And, and well, before I go there to follow up, Katie, on what you had to say about where do you want your growth to come from? You know, do you want it to grow from the school of hard knocks and the bumps and the bruises along the way? Or you just want to catapult yourself to where you want to go? And, and I lived that, you know, the first year was just think or swim, figure it out. And my problem with that is that just figuring it out on my own with no true leadership and teaching and guidance, that meant that the risk was put onto the clients that I was helping. And that wasn't okay with me. You know, this was somebody's life and this was somebody's dream. And I would be damned if I was going to be the one to screw it up because I had nobody leading me and teaching me. So with that, you know, I tended to tread lightly because I want to know what I need to know to do it right. I don't want to screw up for somebody. And, and that held me back. You know, part of it is a mindset. You know, they, the person that I was with then said, listen, you'll just learn by doing. The more loans you do, the more you'll figure it out and, and you'll, you'll miss something and you'll mess up and, and then you'll know not to do that again. And well, that's still going to happen in, you know, I mean, it's happened to me in the last 60 days, but to a different degree. And that was not okay with me then. And so I had to find a different and better way to go about it. And to put this in numbers, you know, my first year when I finally got someone to put my license on the wall, sink or swim, not much guidance, you know, after three or four phone calls was like, can you stop calling me? I did one transaction and it was a refinance for a good friend, a good friend that I'd had to give away to somebody else when nobody would put my license on the wall. So the second year I made a few shifts, not just with companies, but, um, you know, just changing the way that I was doing business a little bit, got more to that local side. And I did nine transactions, which was, which was great. It was really nine transactions in the latter half of the year because I made my move halfway through the year. Well, that was the same year in November that I walked into the next level live and was, you know, completely reborn in my mindset. Um, I left there knowing that I could go right back to how I wanted to do business day one and that I had a place to learn and grow. And in that next 90 days, I had taken back to what you were referencing, nine applications in a one-week period. And remember, I had closed nine the entire year before in like a six-month period to the next following year where I'm closing 38 transactions and cresting $8 million in a 12-month period. So when you talk about, you know, school of hard knocks, bumps, bruises, how fast you want to get from A to K, that was a huge difference for me. Because that was the only new thing I implemented was that exposure to a bigger community, knowledge, coaching, accountability, mindset, and, and a faster way to get there. So you went from nine to, to 38. So what, what, based on where you're at this year and, uh, and your crystal ball, what's, uh, what's the plan for this year? How many loans are you going to make? I set my goal on 60 and roughly 15 million. You know, Alicia, you said something that um, <clears throat> that couldn't have been more spot on. You were you were talking about having leadership, and I can I can tell everyone on here because like you know people talk to us all the time. Oh, you know, I left that company; they sucked. And somebody else works there, and they're like, "Man, that company was great." 
And, and you know, it depends on where you're at and, and who your leaders are. But great leadership in an average company, you can have massive, massive success. But man, poor leadership at a great company, and you're going to fail. Like it just goes hand in hand. So when you are evaluating this, whether it's company you're at or the the coaching platform, you need to look at the leaders inside of that. You know, what, what are they doing? Do they align? Are they where I want to go? And if they are, then you know you're probably making the right decision for yourself. That's just the, the single easiest way that we can evaluate decisions on, on what we're doing. Um, so that's been, uh, and so you, you tripled your business one year, almost quadrupled it. We're going to, going to double it this year. Uh, and, uh, with this refi boom, who knows, you, you maybe squeeze out a few more loans than even the 60 year <laughs> plan. Well, and you know, I set my parameters in, in my community, right? Because I, I've done the local thing for, you know, the last couple of years and, to give a little bit of perspective, um, in my town, there's probably as many producing realtors as there is loan officers. And by that, I could probably fill them on both of my hands. <laughs> so we're not talking, you know, a source of a thousand realtors. We're talking 10, 15 actively, regularly producing realtors. And so as you can imagine, you know, I'm coming in the baby, the new gal that, you know, the who are you and really having to find my place in a very small tight group that is very loyal to each other. You know, it's not, it's not like you see in some big areas. So for me to get those numbers was not just huge for me, but it is huge for my market. And, and that is a good feeling for one, but um, I think that's important to know, understand. Uh, and what I wanted to follow that up with was when you talk about the company and the support and who you need, um, one of the things that you learn as you grow is what you're good at, who's modeling you, but also what they believe you can do. Because there's a certain point where, um, and I posted this the other day on Facebook on, a, on an infographic is, um, you know, stop listening to the people that tell you, you it can't be done, but they tell you or help you see how it can be done. And, and that I think in this business makes a difference because there's so many options and seasons and people and realtors and relationships and the way it all works, finding that way that you can use your excellence and you can use your strengths and, and having that person leading you that says, okay, well, if this is the vision, let's look at all the concerns, the barriers, the problems, but then figure out how to overcome them is so much better than someone telling you, oh, you know what? That just doesn't work. You just can't do that. That was money. You should all rewind that last minute and listen to her speak again there. That, that was fire <laughs> right there. So, so Alicia, if somebody is newer in the industry or somebody just wants to grow their business, what are the, what are the top couple tactics that you've used over the last 18 months to, uh, to have a, a meteoric rise in, in your business? So I think number one was really important in learning who I wanted to work with. You know, it's, it's one thing, hold on, I dropped my AirPod. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Well, I'll just stick with one. Hold up. All right. Malfunction. Um, so I had to realize that it was okay to know who I wanted to work with and really look for out of all of the producing realtors, the new realtors that were coming into the market, 
who worked with me, who allowed me to be excellent. Because if I partnered with somebody that didn't appreciate the way that I worked or didn't like the way that I worked or had other expectations, I was never going to be good. So I had to figure that out. I had to figure out what that looked like. And I think that any new person or anyone struggling or anyone that's wanting to change their realtor relationship, even if they've been in the industry a long time, you need to know what it looks like to partner with somebody that helps you be your excellent. And then from there, you need to show them what it's like to work with you. So um, a year ago, in my first 90 days, I implemented an agent pursuit kind of plan. I mapped out how I wanted to expose people because, again, I don't drink coffee and I'm not going to go to coffee meetings. And I'm terrible at office drop-ins because I, I'm not an interrupter. You know, I feel like if they're in the office, they're doing some work. They're not just hanging out because realtors don't just hang out in their office unless they're on desk time. But, um, you know, I had to figure out what it was that I wanted to do, didn't want to do, and how I was going to show these agents who I was and how I wanted to do business. So I had put together my 12-week agent pursuit, which um, I've shared with you guys before. But that can only be implemented well after you know who you can partner with that's going to let you succeed. Perfect. You have to pay for that other information. <laughs> yeah, you got to join the group to actually get her 12 week Asian pursuit, but everyone else in the group has it. <laughs> I'm an open book. I'm making phone calls later because people asked, and I said, okay. Uh, Alicia, we really appreciate you joining us today, and uh, it's, uh, it's good to see you. It's good to hang out, and thank you for sharing your story. Uh, nobody. Let's listen to this. Cannot take a few nuggets and just benefit yourself. You know, just just have an open mind. Take the tactics that are working for you. Implement. And man, without further ado, we're gonna, we're going to send us off. So hey, if if you're uh, KT already told you, man, if you're loving what you're hearing, hook us up. Go give us a review. If you want more, text the words next level to three six two six zero. You'll get our app. You'll get our podcast. You'll get more content that we push out for free to you there as well too. KT, Alicia, thank you so much. Have yep. a great day, y'all. Appreciate it, guys. Take care.